Hello, my name is Ian Forth and welcome to Sombrero Fallout, where we listen to alternative music through the lens of intriguing themes. You can listen to any of the previous podcasts by going to the sombrerofallout.com website, where you'll also find an episodes list, blogs and track listings, plus artist and song indices. The podcasts are also available on Apple and on SoundCloud. And you can become a friend of Sombrero Fallout on Facebook. If you've got positive feedback or commentary, my email address, iandeekerforth at gmail.com, is listed on the front page of the website. Why not tell your friends, colleagues and like-minded neighbours to get on board as well? If you've got any other feedback, keep it to yourself. I hope you enjoy the episode. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to the Fallout 50 Part 2, years 1970 to 1986, uh, where we take a a track from each of those years, reflective in some vague, obscure way in what was happening musically at the time. Uh, This is episode 49, sandwiched, predictably enough, between 48 and 50, parts 1 and part 3. So this is, I suppose, Godfather Part 2, or uh, for a few dollars more, between Fistful of Dollars and The Good, The Bad and The Ugly, perhaps uh, Antigone, between Oedipus Tyrannus and Oedipus at Colonus by Sophocles, if you're of a a classical tragedic tragedic bent. And to start us off this evening, some old friends of the programme. Inside my head. 
Catholic Block by Sonic Youth from their sister album. I saw Sonic Youth in concert once. I've never seen quite so many guitars uh, on stage at one time. It's been at least 10, maybe 12. There's been a good Guardian feature just in the last week on how to buy Sonic Youth, which I can uh, recommend to you. So that was 1987. And from the beginning of Sonic Youth's White Hot Streak in 1988, saw them uh, record Daydream Nation. And the sister in question uh, in the album title there refers to the sister of the author Philip K. Dick, I do believe. And we got on to science fiction in a discussion at our book club uh, this week. The guy who wrote Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep, which was turned into Blade Runner. And uh, talk very rapidly moved on to how will we emerge from the COVID-19 crisis? But I'm going to try and keep talk of the COVID-19 crisis to a minimum because we're, we're here to listen to the music. On to 1988.
You Made Me Realise by My Bloody Valentine from 1988. Went to see My Bloody Valentine. Uh, quite a near shredding experience as part of the Lollapalooza tour mm, in the early 90s. Also on the bill, Jesus and Mary Chain, Dinosaur Jr. and Blur. Attended with Temzin, already by that stage my wife, um, and we decided we can't see all four, it's too much. Uh, so we ducked out of, what do you think, Blur. Possibly a mistake in retrospect. It was just when Blur were kicking off, so I don't really know much about them. Also remember that they played, uh, you, my bloody Valentine played You Made Me Realise, and that bit in the middle where it kind of goes into a, a drone-like one-note thing, they managed to extend that for 10 minutes, which uh, I was pretty impressed by. My wife, slightly less so. Things were getting quite nice and noisy at the end of the 90s, as you can hear. That Lollapalooza lineup were in, in full throttle around about that time, but there was time for other types of music as well.
One final little flourish there. That's Otis by the Durutti column from the album Vinnie Riley, who is essentially is the Durutti column, although he had Bruce Johnston uh, on drums for many years as well. And it wasn't uh, it wasn't all noise or arpeggio guitar playing. Let's not forget about uh, the oh by the way. Let's not forget about the dance floor. But let's just also forget that I said at the end of the 90s earlier. I'm not sure I can bother to go back and just record it for that one word. I should have said at the end of the 80s. Mea culpa, erratum accepted. Let's move on to 1990.
Only Love Can Break Your Heart, so true, by Saint-Étienne. One of those genre-shattering um, covers. I'm very fond of the song in both its formats, and I suppose you could say that about uh, a fewer. There's not that many, though. War Come By by The Stranglers and Dion Warwick comes to mind, I guess. Police and Thieves by The Clash and, and Junior Mervyn. I'm, I'm speaking in my normal voice, but I'm a little conscious uh, that next door my son Scott is taking an exam. So occasionally I might just go and check, am I being too loud? So it's nice that you're listening in and I'm speaking in a nice bold voice, but uh, a little anxious that I might be disturbing him. I'm sure he would storm out and tell me if I was. All that nice lot of noise that came in I talked about at the end of the 80s it was beginning to fizzle out a little bit, although grunge was going strongly at the time. And one band, sadly, that was coming to the end of their road in 1991 was this one. Alec Eiffel from the Pixies from their 1991 album Trompe le Monde. I didn't, uh, wasn't, didn't get really into that album. I don't know why at the time. I guess I was just a little bit too smitten with 
Doolittle and Surfer Rosa, but it's probably the one I play the most uh, these days. Tracks like Motorway to Ros- Roswell uh, and that very funny track uh, with got the lyric Jeffrey with one F in it. I find that very, very funny. The last band I saw before lockdown was Pixies. I think I mentioned that uh, recently. It did not play Aliki Fell, one of those great lost singles. They did a video to it, uh, and uh, they're trapped in the sort of wind tunnel. They've got that G-force effect, which is very much the effect you have listening to the end of that You Made Me Realise track that we played a little earlier from My Bloody Valentine. Coming full circle here, like a true podcaster, I'm mastering the art. 1992. Yeah. 
Evan Dando from a time when he had the world at his feet with Juliana Hatfield uh, on bass there. Uh, the band Lemonheads from their 1992 album, It's a Shame About Ray. And it's a shame about Evan Dando. But he does keep, come down to uh, Australia more or less once a year. And I always make a habit of going to see him. Can't really see much of his face by the end. The hair's covering it. And uh, I kind of hope he's okay, but he probably is. And on we go. Life marches on, so does time. And uh, we're, we've got the mid-90s uh, coming up soon into our sights. Um, personally, what's happening in my life at this time? I'm in a kind of very happy little spot, to be honest with you. Uh, between having been married for a couple of years and about three or four years away from having children, work's going fine, the economy's going fine. There's not really a great deal to worry about. I do regard that as, uh, in retrospect, a rather happy little bubble of time. I mean, obviously there was work, but it was it was work was fine too. Nothing was going wrong. <laughs> then we got children. 
sort of sudden ending that would have been quite intimidating in the old analog days but it's hard to get caught out with digital technology that's uh, frontwards by pavement from 1993 and i think i neglected to mention that the previous track was entitled a rudderless by the lemonheads we move into the era of Britpop, which was rather a retro-conservative movement, but where we'll be hearing from Oasis in 1994. Some of you might be uh, looking forward to such a track. Uh, no, we won't. Instead, who was the best guitarist in the world in 1994? You may well ask yourself. There has to be a strong argument that it was this gentleman. <laughs>
That'll get you moving your hips. That's OK Madame by Diblo Dibala Machacha. And uh, some of you may be interested to find out a little bit more about him. Born in 1954, often known simply as Diblo, he's Congolese Sukus musician. I don't know whether I'm pronouncing that correctly. S-O-U-K-O-U-S. Known as Machine Gun for his speed and skill on the guitar. Uh, born in Kisangani, moved to Kinshasa, ended up in Belgium, and following that, relocated to Paris. Now, we mentioned uh, Britpop a few moments ago, and I can confidently say that there was one Britpop group who, for me, stood head and shoulders uh, above all the others, and they produced a classic album in 1995, uh, from which this track is derived. Why don't you shut the door? And close the curtains Cause you're not going anywhere He's coming up the stairs And in a moment He'll want to see you underwear I couldn't stop it now There's no way to get out He's standing far too near How the hell did you get here? me naked in somebody your trade Then when you're naked I guess you must be unemployed yeah. But once it's underway There's no escaping The fact that you're a girl and he's a boy I couldn't stop it now There's no way to get out He's standing far too near How the hell did you get Semi-naked in somebody else's room I'd give my whole life to see it And just you stood there Only in your underwear On a
see you Wanna see you standing in your underwear I must confess, I, I did toy with playing a, a chamber pop piece by Rachel's from their album Songs for Egon Sheila in 1995, but I thought that might be a little perverse uh, and unreflective of what was happening more generally in the world. That was Underwear by Pulp from their classic 1995 album Different Class. Love Jarvis Cocker, how could you not? Back over the other side of the Atlantic for 1996's contribution.
Stem from DJ Shadow from the album Introducing from 1996, an album that, to use a convoluted uh, Latin phrase where an English one might do, is sui generis. Sui generis, maybe the, the Romans said. Unique. It would actually be quicker to say unique. It's like when people, as Alan Partridge once pointed out, <coughs> say VW instead of Volkswagen. It actually takes longer to say VW. Now, quick shout out to uh, my team, Coventry City, champions of League One, the third tier of English football. We're back to the championship, one step away from the holy land of the Premiership, with all the hideousness that that entails. We were voted back in, it's fair to say, because of the Covid epidemic, uh, so maybe there'll be a little asterisk in years to come against being League One champions in 2020. But there's so much other crazy stuff happening around that few would begrudge us. I think we were the best team in the division, uh, scored some amazing goals. And we were seven points clear with a handful of games to go. So well done, Coventry City. Well done, the Sky Blues. We march on. Now all we need are our own ground and some decent owners, please. If anyone's out there listening, any oligarchs or billionaires who'd like to take over uh, a club with a lot of potential in the Midlands, the eighth biggest city in, in the country, I do believe Coventry remains, then why not take over Coventry City? <coughs> We'd need some, some bona fides. We'd need to know that you were a good egg and uh, you'd be welcome with open arms. We move on to 1997 and back over to Scotland and the other side of the Atlantic. <laughs> Ever go loudy or go lame, I will drop you straight away. Well, that's a chance you're gonna take for every stupid thing you say. There are people going lonely and they'll stay only far into the year. Cause you make him blink as fashionable, and fashionably you'll say. All is equal in love and war And I'm sorry But I got some things to do And you pretend to read a book You'll never finish till the day That the author dedicated To a century of
theme tune for the 21st century there, uh, A Century of Fakers by Bell and Sebastian, an early single of theirs from 1997. From their most prolific period, uh, they hadn't necessarily got all their, pro their slick production of uh, later releases worked out yet, uh, but there was a, a, a shambling amateurism which suited them very well. Not necessarily if you saw the scene live at the time, but, but on record. I, I, I clo enclosed that. Enclosed that? I included that. And mostly because of the opening lyrics. Uh, if you ever go lardy or go lame, I will drop you straight away. That's the price you're going to pay for all the stupid things you say. <laughs> it's, it's a little bit cruel, but it is quite funny. I'm not a cruel person. 1998 sees the release of perhaps the classic cult album. Just lay there in their palms. 
There's no reason to grieve The world that you need is wrapped in gold Silver sleeves left beneath Christmas trees in the snow And I will take you and leave you alone Watching spirals of white softly flow Over your eyelids and all you did will wait until the point when you let go very abruptly because it goes into the next track on the album and the album in question is in the aeroplane over the sea by neutral milk hotel and that was two-headed boy jeff mangum's almost solitary uh, performance there but it did seem to be missing the final two seconds um on that version and we were missing that last still we got 99% of it. We'll just have to be happy with that. Into the last year of the 1990s. Is it the last year of the 20th century? Well, that's one for calendarians to sort out. Uh, but here's a great track, and it's got a little bit of steel guitar for the first real hint of country music, uh, making a welcome entry into the Fallout 50. Don't stop me on the run. Just because it makes me numb Start me on the whiskey I know whiskey is his drink You never drank it with me But now you drink it with him I'm not good enough for whiskey Not good enough for you Let's start drinking wine Used to all the time. Used to go to our house. But then you went to his bed. The wine stains your lips red. Then tonight you might forget. You might not go home to him. You might stay here with me. It is just wishful thinking. Six months since you left We must be truly blessed Cause you look no less pretty You may be even more so If you reap the seeds that you sow 
something that your lips could never do. just want to put an arm around him and say come on mate i think she's moved on and you should too but it's not as easy as that is it the hymn for the alcohol by hefner from their album the fidelity wars and darren Heyman, the singer there continues uh, to pump out great really obscure of course uh, music of a very individualistic bent and all power to his elbow um, always interested in what darren Heyman's doing and I would still be interested um, in what Trish from Broadcast was doing if it wasn't for the fact she's no longer with us, tragically. And here is her contribution for the first of the 2000s. You won't find it by yourself You're gonna need some help And you won't
Come on, let's go. By broadcast from the year 2000. Pitchfork's album of the year from 2001 was The Glow Part 2. A flyby from Toby there. Do you hear that in the background? Uh, from which the following, the opening track uh, is yielded, or, or perhaps yields, probably neither of those, is taken.
ends extremely abruptly. That's because it smashes into the next track on the album. And the album in question being The Glow Part 2 by The Microphones. And that was the first track on it called I Want Wind to Blow. With a airy disregard for articles, either definite or indefinite. And when you hear a Russian agent on a Hollywood film saying, I want wind to blow. Not sure that was a Russian accent, but you get my drift. That's because Russian doesn't actually have articles in its language. And that goes for other languages such as Latin, but not ancient Greek. Fascinating stuff. 2001, 2002, we move forward to Broken Social Scenes uh, album, You Forget It in People. I always forget. Is it You Forgot It in People? Ironically, I forget. Uh, the uh, Sombrero Fallout theme is Cause Equals Time. And I'm going to play that. You're very familiar with that. This is uh, another track, as I say, from said album. Thank you, Canada.
Almost Crimes by Broken Social Scene. To be more accurate, Almost Crimes, brackets, Radio Kills Remix. And sometimes people say, well, who is this band? Well, I mean, you could look them up. Obviously, anyone can do that. But Broken Social Scene are a, a, a kind of collective from Canada. And uh, you'll know them from, from other bands as well, like Feist and Metric. And of Montreal, I believe, other great Canadian bands. And they come together periodically and produce great music like that. That wasn't a great ding like that. Sorry about that. We approach. That's my uh, tax invoice from Apple. Thanks. Uh, just to prove that I'm paying for this music. We approach the last track from the evening. Thank you, Canada. And now, hello, Birkenhead. <laughs> I'm going to eat her And so to reassure her I ask her for the time And a sense of relief But my friendly tone Reveals itself in her karmic moan You can wait 20 minutes And nothing comes along And then all of a sudden Three thugs drop your pension On is generally one at 25 past There's generally one at 25 past They come swinging round that corner they think they're Benny Goodman But I'm putting up a hook to hang my hopes upon There's a fella coming round to stick the gas back on And if truth be told, now the film was gone It makes the room look bigger I'm tiptoe to the front row of the corn show 
Bringing tonight's Sombrero Fallout episode to, to a close, that was It Makes the Room Look Bigger from Saucy Haulage Ballads by Half Man Half Biscuits from 2003. Thanks for listening. That was the second part of the Fallout 50. Our tracks 1987 to 2003, and in a couple of weeks' time, we'll be having 2004 till, I think, 2019. Don't think I'll go all the way up to this year, otherwise it wouldn't be 50 tracks, and it's meant to be... 50 Sombrero Fallout episodes, uh, 50 tracks from each one of the last 50 years. Thanks very much also to everyone who's been contributing to the Friends of Sombrero Fallout Facebook interchange. Um, I would I would say uh, names too numerous to mention. That's not entirely true. I could probably list them in a medium amount of time. It wouldn't go on for hours. But nonetheless, I'm looking at you, people like Ian Moore and... Uh, Eric Gagnon Poulain, and others as well. Oh gosh, always getting in trouble. Reminds me of my days in advertising where you'd thank everybody when a new advert came out. You'd always leave the person who had most to do with it off, and then there'd be a flurry of correspondence for the rest of the day as you tried to assuage, assuage the, uh, the hurt feelings of the person in question. And so you should. Thanks for listening, everyone. Really, really enjoyed that one. Sorry, it was rather a longer episode, but you know. Or bang for your buck, as the saying goes. See you next time. Bye for now. <laughs>